0: Hello, I'm Duan and Only, and you are listening to City Girl Secrets, hosted by Raquel McKenzie. She loves to explore the world and, more importantly, wants to explore your mind and heart. Join in on the conversation today. Hello, 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 and welcome back to City Girl Secrets with your resident city girl, Raquel McKenzie. Hope you guys are having a lovely, lovely day, evening, all of that jazz. And uh, I want to talk about a topic, actually, that one of my actors suggested. So thank you, Jenna, for this topic uh, and listening and supporting, my dear. So the topic is does it become self-destructive to constantly help and give to others when they don't reciprocate and i think um it it can be to a certain level i mean we should give to give right we're supposed to help people and give without expecting anything back because that means it's truly selfless and that's you know supposed to be the best way to give us uh, you know be a selfless giver <clears throat> but if you're constantly speaking life into someone and showing them the way and giving them resources and giving them money or place to stay or advice or whatever it is and they never ever ever give it back to you then isn't that kind of unfair i get yeah we shouldn't want it you know in return from that from that person or people in general but who is going to speak life into us if we're constantly rah rahing and cheerleading and speaking life into others and giving to them I feel like there's only so much of yourself you can give until there's nothing left and it's unfair to be that person because it, it becomes draining you know, it's, it's great if I'm always giving out, you know, money or if I'm always giving out advice or affection or helping people with connections or whatever it is. And then I'm here and I'm like, man, I wish I had any of those things and then I don't get it. And so I keep pushing out the energy, the energy's pushing out but none of that energy is coming back. So at a certain point, you're going to deflate. You're going to be like a balloon. And whether it's a a slow fizz or a big push, eventually that air is going to be gone. You're going to be deflated. So I do think that we should give um, and help, definitely help if we can, when we can, if we want to without necessarily expecting something back. But don't, I wouldn't say don't give until there's nothing left. <clears throat> now I'm gonna tell a quick story because I feel like this has happened to me and I had a, an actor or a, a former actor who not I didn't necessarily like rah, rah, you know, I wasn't a cheerleader. It was more like tough love. And it's because I saw potential in this person. and And so when it came down to it, he was not taking the suggestions let's say on things both personal and professional and I was like you know what I don't give up on anyone okay and not like oh he was a project in a I see something in you and I think that you can be great and you have these fundamentals that are wonderful but there's this thing you keep doing that's really hurting you and there's this thing that you're doing that is really hurting you. But you can only do that so much Until and if that person doesn't want it and they walk away, what can you do? What do you do when you put stuff and you put your time and, you know, effort into someone and then they decide, eh, well, thanks for that, but, you know, peace out anyways. So I think we definitely have to watch... Who we give our time to. And not that I'm angry at that person. I'm definitely not angry at all. It's just I still want to help. Because I like putting positivity into people. And making it change their life for the better. So if I can change someone's life for the better that's good. But you know you can't make anyone want the help. And it can be self-destructive if you're constantly putting out but not getting anything back so if helping someone and then they don't reciprocate if that is self-destructive and we know that then what do we do do we just continue to help them blindly or do we just say no I think we have to learn to say no Um, which is hard to do for people who are yes people you know the people that are like hey can I borrow your car yes hey I need a favor can you take me to this place yes can I borrow $100 yes can you um, sew up this hole in my shirt yes Uh, can you run lines with me yes you know there are people that are just good-hearted people that always want to help and i think that is so great people like that that are just like you know what i'll make the time for it and i feel like at a certain point i was like that (laughs) i was a yes person when it comes to certain things i still am i'm still like a, yeah i'm already you know doing three shows but sure i could do yours too I think that because, you know, that comes from just not wanting to miss out on anything. But uh, you get to a point where you're like, man, I am spent. What next? What do I do next? I am exhausted. <clears throat> I have spent the day and, or week or month helping everyone else. And me, I feel broke down. Uh, I think that's when you have to learn how to just say no. To say sorry, just say stop. In the name of love, name of love for myself. Um, So, I think it's that's easier said than done. If you are the kind of person that normally just says yes anyway, so then how do you go about learning to say no? I mean, it might seem kind of corny but there's some techniques that like actors use in general for acting and one is doing your monologue or scene or whatever it is in the mirror which is hard because you have to watch yourself and you're kind of judging yourself but also trying to stay in the moment so it can be difficult but maybe just say no in the mirror I mean what could it hurt right it it can't hurt To do it, um, it could only help. So I guess you'd be saying no to yourself. So you also see what you look like, because you know when some people say no, and you don't believe them, you're just like, (laughs) sure, you're not gonna help. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow at you know 2 a.m. See, make sure that when you say no, it's with conviction. So you know, put a little bass in your voice. (laughs) You have to say no with with no laughter. No giggling. Uh, sometimes no smiling. I, I, I mean, uh, if you say no and you smile, that's great because you keep that positivity, that positive atmosphere. But your face and your body and your actions have to reflect what you're actually saying. They have to reflect your words. So it can't be like, yeah, no, no. Has to be no. Yeah, there's, there's a difference there. Without being mean, it doesn't have to be harsh. Just because we're saying no, it doesn't have to be harsh or mean or rude or followed by an insult or anything like that. It just has to be straight to the point. And what's a, a, a word that's more straight to the point than no? It's two letters. Boom. There it is. Uh, I know that's difficult for a lot of people because you don't want to disappoint people. I hate disappointing people, uh, especially if people are counting on me. I hate feeling like I'm not doing more, doing the most, or whatever it is. But there comes a certain time where you have to say, "I'm sorry, I can't. I need to do this. Um, I need to do this for myself." Or the hardest thing I've had to do is turn down a role. That's just hard. So I'm like, they they cast me, they want me, they need me, and I'm like, no. Next, I don't want to, but I'm like, I'm sorry. There's literally not enough hours in the day, and I feel like I'm gonna get sick. So sometimes no can be our best friend. So learn how to say no. So we've talked about, you know, self-destructive behavior as far as constantly giving to someone without them giving back, giving back to you, how that uh, is you know, makes you weary, drains on you. How you should, you know, learn when to say no and just say no and mean it. But you know what's also self destructive? Some things we say to ourselves. Seriously, sometimes, and it's all, it's sometimes it's the things we say to ourselves or do to ourselves that is self destructive. Um, things where we're speaking negative negatively to ourselves where it's I'm oh I'm too stupid or I'm not pretty enough or talented enough or I'm awkward or I'm not making enough money or I'm not where I am supposed to be in my life but that I mean that that doesn't do anything right that doesn't necessarily make you do better and i understand just being honest with yourself and like look you are not doing what you need to be doing that i understand but then from there you have to make a plan and then like start doing things that you need to be doing but things like i'm not good enough or whatever it is that's that's self-destructive that will not make you better In the same way we give to others and help others, we should be giving and helping ourselves. We should be speaking life into ourselves. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, Raquel, you looking cute, girl. Did you lose weight? Mm." Not really. Um, (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll put on my outfit and I'll put on a little bit of makeup. And I'm like, oh, are you a model? Go, go on girl, go on and conquer the world today. Now, I feel like I have to do those things because there are times, many times, to be completely honest with you, where I'm just like, ugh, I am not, I'm not feeling myself. Anyone who knows me is like, what? No way, no, but it's true. I feel like a lot of times to overcome that feeling of inadequacy, You have to conquer it on the complete opposite side with, you know, compliments and encouragement. And it's funny because I tell people as an actor, maybe not all actors, but for me, I am equal parts self-loathing and conceited. (laughs) That probably makes no sense. Like, wait, how can you be like? self-loathing where you're putting yourself down but also so conceited that you're so full of yourself yes it's true it's a thing it's a thing that i am and that's okay it's when you're in a field where you're judged all the time um for me one thing is like weight gaining weight and anyone who knows me if they would call and they'd be like raquel don't lose any more weight sweet jesus you're fine um, But when you're like a dancer and an actor and you're going up for certain roles and, you know, you want to present this like perfect specimen, which is not going to be possible, but you still want to do it anyways. And I find that I take like if I gain a pound, I'm like, oh, I gained a pound. Like a whole pound, a whole 16 ounces, guys. I gained that. Um, But I think that's just a part of the field that I'm in and what what it's done to me and being a woman in this society where everyone has fake everything and Instagram bodies and fat transfer. And, you know, I think that's just the the, the climate of, you know, the culture that I get to live in that this is a byproduct of that. But on the flip side, I, I tried to outweigh that with compliments like, oh, I look, oh, I look skinny today. Oh, look at my skin. It's looking chocolatey. Mm. um, so I say all that to say, even when you're speaking, you know, ill to yourself, counter that and speak greatness into yourself because that is definitely going to get you the results you want versus speaking negatively to yourself.